welcome back to I'm Jessica. I'm Emily. And this is Doing It All with Jess and M. Yes, and today we have a super exciting episode because we have our first guest. Yay! Everyone, welcome Jonathan Algaroy to the podcast, one of my very best friends. Hello, Jessica Molman, Emily Gardner. <laughs> Look at you guys. Or Jessica Burke, I should say. Oh my goodness, yeah. I'm still not used to it. It's been we two years. a married woman on the pod. <laughs> Jessica <Wow>. Molman Burke. <laughs> yes. Hello. Jonathan is going to tell us all about what it's like living in LA and his experience in LA and all that good stuff. Yes, yes I will. But first, we have to do happies and crappies. I can go first if you want me to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready for it. Yeah. Okay, my happy, I guess I'll start with that one. My happy is that I was at a bachelorette party this weekend for my friend Lauren, uh, and it was in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville before besides the airport, um, where I have actually been delayed there for quite some time, but I'm as excited to actually go outside the airport and experience Nashville. Um, and I'm not going to lie, first it was like a little rough. I think it was just like kind of like getting our grounding but yesterday and sunday before we went back it was so much fun um we like sat at luke bryan's bar and there's this really great um two artists that were so talented i think they were my favorite performers that we saw the entire weekend and then we did a pedal bar and honestly pedal bars i was not looking forward to it but like it was a lot of fun and I think part of it, our guide, he was so great. Like, and, like, he made all of us, like, fall in love with him. Like, <laughs> um, he was just really fun to, like, be like, this is what we're going to be doing. And, like, singing all the songs with us and stuff. So that Wait, was fun. Wait, pedal bar. Is that the... It's, like, the... Um, the the whole, like high school thing? The... Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So you went around yeah. Nashville. Kind of. We just went, like, up and down Broadway, basically. Oh, that's fun. Um, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I do get, like, I do understand the appeal of Broadway because there is, like, there really is live music everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, there's live music. No, it's, like, someone is always playing. So that was really, really cool. Um, but honestly, I think my crappy thing is just um, during um, the day, going on Broadway was great. During the night, chaos, which I knew. Um and just big crowds and I'm just too old for that like I think the whole entire night I had like half a white claw and I was just like I'm good like so I much prefer doing all that stuff during the day but yeah pretty that's my happy and my crappy I guess overall good trip though so (laughs) awesome I'm glad um oh gosh I hate coming up with these things. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm next. My happy... so much time to think. <laughs> no. I, I have one. I have one. I have one. I just hate, like... I don't know. It's hard. Anyways, last week, I went to a bunch of dance classes, which <gasps> yeah. I love. 
Yeah. Um, but part of the reason I went to all those dance classes was because I had an audition on Saturday. And I think the dance class and going to that audition, that was my happy. I had a really good time at all of them. And I feel like pretty good about the audition. And I'm like checking, checking my email constantly, but hoping for the best, expecting the worst. But I'm just glad I went. Just glad I went. And I had a good time. And that's all that matters. And I love going to dance class. So that's my happy for my crappy. Oh my goodness, I just had one. Oh, my crappy is the fact that today I'm going on day six um, of six of working in a row. So, um, but it's okay. I have tomorrow and Wednesday off, but working like six days in a row really sucks, guys. It really not- sucks. But yeah. your I know I come home and my feet are so tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been walking to work because I'm trying to save money and it's nice out now. So I'm like, oh, might as well go walk outside. I haven't been to the gym last week either, so I was like, you know what, I'll just go get some steps in, but it's so tiring, and I don't even do that much. Like, I'm just a host, but it's still exhausting. Are you standing the whole time at the co-stand, too, so, like... No, and people are exhausting, honestly. Like, being around a lot of people every single day for, like, six hours is kind of a lot, (laughs) but, yeah, other than that, not too shabby over here. All right, Jonathan! Your turn. Mine. Your, yeah. turn. Your turn. I want to start with my crappy, and then we can end happy. Yeah, that's a really uh, good idea. Because also my crappy is just similar. I'm just like just work, serving all weekend, and just and this week too. Just like the money hasn't been great, and it's just been mm-hmm. weird, weird vibes. But I think we're entering spring break here locally. Um. But it's just, it's just a lot of work and it's just like, what's the, what's the payoff? But we're all hustling. We're all doing the thing. So just serving in general, crappy. It's tiring. Tiring. But then it's also like, oh, I also love my job. So anyway, so just main crappy. But then happy, um, just um, weekend of friends. Friday night, I did a game night with some people with, um, a friend I'm like really close with and then some others that I just kind of met recently and they were just kind of like well let's just like all hang out and I was like yeah because I'm I'm game for whatever I'm always like uh yeah let's do you really whatever. are mm-hmm. I think it's the earth <laughs> earth signs of the Aquarius um <laughs> and then um just super game and that was super fun and then um Saturday night a friend of mine Claire oh you know Claire Jessica had a big like invited pretty much everyone she knew to this bar because a friend of hers was visiting she was like i told my friends to all reunite and i think everyone she invited like was able to come so it was just really really fun meeting like new people and just like meeting some people like oh i met you obscurely at this one part you know and that was just a really nice fill the cup moment like something i needed in a while yeah um and just like getting more even more of a base here in la um because as we all know moving and like mm-hmm. something new is you're always like oh, um, can be very um a weird time so then always just like meeting new people and like meeting nice genuine people in a new yeah. place like, oh yes some people are crazy you know but <laughs> some people are crazy <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people there's a lot of good out there too so um that was really, really nice um yeah, so just a nice, a good weekend. I love that. Yeah. Hey. I need that soon. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Like yeah. game nights are good. They're oldie but a goodie, you know. Game nights, yeah, they're chill. Like mm-hmm. good company. That's Happy. awesome. Yay! Yes. Thanks for sharing your happy and crappy. I'm honored to be the first guest to do so. You are. Yes. Yeah. So we came up with some questions. We as in Jess um, (laughs) came up with some questions for Jonathan to um, answer for us. And some of the first ones are just a brief, like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? How'd you start doing theater? And then we'll get into LA. Yes, so I was born in Stavanger, Norway. Um, My whole family, we're all from there. But then my mom grew up and like learned quickly that there's way more to the world than her small town. Um, And so from like kind of day one, she was like, I want to get out. And then my dad was born. He was from um, a literal like tiny island where for high school he had to take like a boat or even two boats to get to high school. So he grew up in such a small world, but then he did really well in school and there weren't a lot of like colleges and universities, but there was a school for engineering in my mom's hometown, which is also mine. So anyways, as he grew up and he realized that there was more world than his little island and like the town, he wanted to be an engineer. And then from there was like, I also want to leave the world. So anyway, so Fast forward, they met two Norwegians that want to leave Norway, a little bit rare at the time. So they got together, had my brother, and then they knew they wanted two kids, but his job was like, well, we want to move you. So they were like, just let it, let me, let the second one come. And so we literally moved when I was six months. <laughs> They're like, great, he's out. Let's start prepping. So I'm a January baby. So they were like, okay, finish like the school year, if you will, and then in the summer move. So, um, we lived in Scotland for two years, lived in Houston, Texas for two years. And then I grew up when I started like really like being my own person, grew up in the Middle East for six years um, in the UAE and then in Egypt. And then we came back to Houston when I was 10. And I, before I truly knew I was a theater kid, super outspoken, was like, we're done. So 10 year old me in the airport was like, we're good. Like, this is it. I will talk to your boss. And my parents were like, haha, okay. And I was like, I'm not joking. <laughs> I may be tiny right now, but I will speak to, I'll talk to your boss. I'll I be, will put my foot down. <laughs> I will put my foot down. But then, so growing up in that time, I was super like, I mean, like a lot of kids, but I was very fascinated by like movies and stuff and very like, ooh, like very just like, this is cool. But then I saw my first play in first grade it was um, an adaptation of Roald Dahl's um, George's Marvelous Medicine. I grew up with a lot of Roald Dahl because I was like very, like very British. But I mean, here, like there's Matilda, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. But this one is about a kid, I think it's his grandma that like he hates. And so he makes a potion to make her shrink. But I think she grows first. Anyway, it's a weird time. All of his books are weird. But anyway, but it was like so like the magic of theater because they had someone like on stilts and then like they had like as she got smaller it was like different like girls like it was very I was just like oh my god what is this theater and I was so fascinated but all the schools I went to there wasn't a theater program for my age there was for like middle school and high schools so my parents were like you just have to wait you just have to wait um so when we came to America I was like I know they do theater here let me do it 
so my first um, anything was we did, I went to summer camp after, so I came here, when I moved, I did fifth grade. After fifth grade, um, I did high school musical at Camp Cullen in Hunt, Texas, maybe? It's in Texas somewhere. Camp Cullen, which is a YMCA. Um, so we did have chapel, um, but my brain was yeah. just like looking around. But yeah, but it's YMCA, oh, but it was yeah. great. I think I remember this because I worked yes. at the Y. Yes. Wow. Um, Memory and, I didn't know I had. High School Musical, I played Chad because um, that's the energy I give. Um, <laughs> it was super fun. And also that camp, uh, camp was fun and also all the drama. It was like, it was everything in one. So when my parents picked me up, they were like, do you want to do this again? I was like, I think I'm good. I think I had like, cause you grow up seeing like summer camps and stuff. And I was like, I think I got it all in a week. Like we're good, but I still wanted to do theater. <laughs> so then after, after sixth grade, I started doing theater at Hits Theater in Houston, Texas, where I met Jessica later on. Yes. Yeah. But that's where I did High School Musical 2. And I also played Chad. So again, Basketball Star. Yeah. yeah, like put a side by side. You can't tell who's who, I guess. And then um, that theater, I had a good experience and it wasn't far from me. So I was like, I can just stay here. So I started doing theater there. I went to a tiny school in Texas. So there wasn't really anything there, but I was okay. I was fine just going somewhere else. And then I got to a point my freshman year of high school, my school, we did a, a musical and I was like, okay, let me take a break from hits and then taking a break and like taking like time off, if you will. I was like, oh, I missed this. So then starting my sophomore year of high school, I just like dove in head on. Audition for schools, went to college. That's where I met you, Emily. Yes. Um, I met Jessica in 11th grade for those who want to know. And then, yeah. um, yeah, and then uh, the theater, and then now I'm in LA. So wow, try to condense that as much as I can. Which way I want I want to say for Jessica how I met Jessica because I have to. So <laughs> she did. I did a lot of dance classes at this theater, and we were in the middle. It was um, spring 2014, I think. We were doing Shrek, yeah, and then totally and right. that class we would uh jessica did jazz and tap yeah was, yeah and it was just like tiny girl and i was like who is this um <laughs> i was i'm a very much like strangers are my friends but i can also be like who the fuck are you and then so i was like who's Jess who's this girl because she just kind of came and came out and then it's like okay but then all of us besides her were in shrek um and then there was a week that we canceled classes because we were doing tech for shrek but of course, because we were all in the show, we forgot that Jessica wasn't, um, which is on the teacher's fault, but no one. So Jessica showed up and I'm walking through, I think I was like in my like ogre, like Papa Ogre-ness, like green and all. And I was like, oh my God, aren't you, you're in dance class um, looking crazy. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, no one told you we're like, we canceled uh, because of text. She was like, yeah, no one told me. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jonathan. Then we swapped phone numbers. Cause I was yeah. like, I can let you know, like, I'm pretty sure we're back, but I can, you know, talk to teacher. We can confirm and I'll let you know. And so that's how JMO and I became yeah. started there. That's so funny. I had like met other people at hits, but he was the first person that like 
really like welcomed me because I had done like before I started doing dance class I did like an acting monologue workshop oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. our acting coach that helped That's us get to college yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah but Jonathan was the first one that was like hi here's my phone number <laughs> um, so you're not stranded here and just like yeah no it was very nice <laughs> yeah um, so theater from early on and acting that was like super early on and then it was just kind of me waiting to do it and then I did it and then I was like whoa I need a pause and then I was like just kidding let's keep going yeah. and then I should say because of the LA of it all I realized later on that I was like oh right I was very interested in like movies and tv and how that all came together i was very fascinated but theater like for most people is just a more accessible one from the start because mm -hmm. it's just doing it and then um it was in college that we had guest teachers come visit and one of them was like have you thought about film and tv and i was like oh right yeah that and i was like yeah i guess and it was like yeah i think it'd be good and then later senior year i was like oh i do really enjoy that as well not more but i like the difference of it and i was like oh i like both so let's just do both yeah like i think when you have a guest artist that is very um successful in this industry and like is very like well rounded well connected like it helps to be like i think you would be good in a city and i think you should look into like tv and film i think that's really helpful and like encouraging to be like yeah like <laughs> okay yeah. like so yeah it was i could okay. talk about how like why i picked la oh yeah, yeah. like your journey there your but journey there yeah why why what why? was what wanted out of all the other cities why'd you mm -hmm. pick that i so i was talking my junior year i was talking to a senior and then i was they were like they're you know about to leave and i asked them I was like how did you know um, I think they were going to New York. I was like, how did you know? And they were like, you just kind of know. Like, it's just in your body. And I was like, okay, sure. Sure, Jan. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, okay. and I was like, no, but I get that. Like, it just, it'll just make sense. Um, but senior year, I came in and I was like, I am a big question mark. I have no idea. So no idea. Second semester, I'm like, who knows? And then I was talking to someone um, that was going to go do the Disney college program. And I was like, that's something I always like thought about doing, but I just don't want to miss a, a semester of like theater training. And they were like, well, you know, you can apply up to a year after you graduate. And I was like, what? I'm like, oh yeah. Like you can like, this is still like, they want to keep it open for that exact reason. And I was like, well, hell yeah. So I was like, well, then I'm going to apply. Cause why not? What I like that won't hurt. So I applied. And then I made it through the first round, which I forgot what that was, but it was something like pretty relaxed, but it was clear, like, great, you're going to move on to uh, interview. And I was like, cool, but it wasn't with a person. It was with your computer, with a robot, with like a question system they give you. And so what it is, it's like a series of uh, multiple choice questions. And you have like 10, you have like five seconds to answer because they want your like gut reaction to everything. And I was like, okay, I set up shop in a cafe and I was like, let's do this. And it took a while. It took, yeah, maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Like they want you to like really, they asked a lot of things. 
and I felt really good. I answered honestly, but um, it was still like geared towards positive for the most part. Cause it was asking you like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about living with people you don't know? Um, working for a new company, all these things. Um, which I was like, oh, I like, these are good questions. And I answered honestly. And then when I hit like, end, not even a second went by that I immediately got an email that was like your cut basically. So I just didn't fulfill like the algorithm or whatever. Um, which I just laughed and I was like, what? Um, uh, it just, it seemed kind of silly. And it's just something that like, this should be like a, have a human touch to it. But I also, I mean, I'm sure they have so many applicants, so whatever, but I was just kind of, I was just bummed out. And then at the same time, Katie Octor, we all know and love, she had plans for LA always. Her plans, I think it was the exact same day or that week. She had plans with people. They fell through. So we were coming home. We lived together. And I was like, she was like, my thing fell through. And I was like, my plan fell through. And I sat there and I was like, well, what if I just go with you? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, why don't I just go to LA? We're already roommates. We live in Houston. We can just go out there together. And then the more, it was one of those, the more I said it, the more it made sense. And I should say that we had a guest artist the semester the uh, semester before, um, an alum who had recently moved to LA, a little older, but she as well what, went to New York and was like, that wasn't a fit. So she just did different things. And then was talking about how um, California, someone just invited her to, it was like a spur of the moment. And when she went there, I was like, oh, this makes sense for me. I want the nature. I want the spread out, the sunshine. And as she was saying those things, I was like, oh yeah. Cause I really did like my life in Houston and Texas. And it was, I mean, it's hot, humid, but it's a lot of sun. It's very open. Um, I do like driving. And so LA is very similar in those regard and like in those things. And so I was like, oh, okay. So it was one of those, I, the more I said it, it made sense. I saw my parents, I told them that I'm thinking this and they were like, oh yeah, that makes sense for you. So it was just kind of like, oh, these things were meant to happen to do this. And then, yeah, and it was also, I also told myself, it's a year, I can always come back, I can always leave. Because I didn't move with a lot of things. And then I can, you know, I'm, I'm used to moving around all the time. So I was like, why don't we give it a try? And so, <clears throat> so yes, yeah, so I moved October, 2019. Um, up until March 2020. But yeah, so that's how I got to LA. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I love that you like explained the whole, it does seem so cheesy, but it really is true. And it's like, when you know, you know, like you, yeah, you know. Yeah, especially because I did, I was that, you know, I was that girly that um, was like, New York is my soulmate. Like I need to be there. And that was true. And I think it will happen at some point. But it came to a point of like, well, right now, do I want to live there? Or do I want to just kind of keep visiting and keep that the visiting of like, oh, my God, I love New York, like that up? Or do I want to yeah, move yeah. there and live there? And then I was leaning towards like, I think just visiting right now. Where it can be very romantic when you visit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was wanted to keep that and then I just I was like it's just not right for me right now especially hearing other people talk about New York and I was like oh I'm not 
where you are like thought wise um because you like you guys are great you know like you're killing it um and it was like i'm not there yet but when i get there you know let's do it but yeah yeah. also in new york if you want to like ever go audition like we know so many people that live there Mm -hmm. and honestly like most of the auditions coming out of the city are not to be in the city yeah so you can just go like stay on someone's couch and go to auditions for like a full week whenever they have like um audition season or pilot season or whatever um, yeah and stop i was thinking next time i visit i'll just be like pop in and be like hey <laughs> i really like that you talked about how you needed like sunshine and like nature because when I moved to New York, those were not things that I knew I needed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, I love seasons. Like, I'll get that in New York. But I didn't realize how important, like, nature was to me and then how crucial sunshine is to your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that's something really important to think about when you go somewhere because our environment impacts us and our mental well-being quite a bit. Yeah, I because I mean, so we, for those that don't know, went to college in Nebraska, and I grew up, like, sure, born in Norway, but most of the places I lived in were warm places that had similar similar weather all year, and I didn't really know the concept of four seasons until going to college, and I was like, oh, I don't think I like this, <laughs> um, and even here recently, like, um, our winter spring here it's been super rainy and then like super cold and then goes back to like kind of normal spring Mm -hmm. and my body has not reacted to that well at all yeah so I've had like sick like spurts of like sickness of being like I need to fly in bed because my like the back and forth it's like too much like I do like the kind of similar trend all year so that was a good thing about going to college in Nebraska was learning that so if I like moved somewhere with seasons and it's like, oh, I can't, this is not good for me right now. <laughs> yeah. No. So that was, yeah, I think we, uh, college gave that to me. I was like, oh, okay. Like, so don't go somewhere like this right now. Later on, sure. But like right now, yeah, it's not it. I also like, I don't know. I think it was both of you kind of mentioning this, but how when you go visit these cities, it's super romanticized. Mm-hmm. it's so funny that you actually mentioned that because earlier this morning like when we were like coming back from grocery shopping me and Brandon were actually talking about it I was like you know like so many people just come to like Chicago come to New York and they just sit there and romanticize it and I'm like living here is nothing yeah, like, yeah. when you visit it living mm-hmm. here is absolutely nothing like when you visit it and also not to like deter people from cities i love my city i'm so glad i'm here i'm yeah. sure Jonathan, like you love your city yeah, but it's yeah. gross living in something oh, it's gross. gross like it's gross and it's i so, uh, yeah it's just i was just, so like romanticized like in la it's a lot of like of course like the nightlife and stuff i went to a few months ago went to like a famous bar here um and uh, it was just like friends from work. They're like, oh, we're going here. Like, do you want to just come? And I was like, they were driving. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, and we went, huge line. And I was like, uh, and they were like, oh no, we know like one of the bouncers because they're a regular at my job. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, so we could cut the whole line. So it was huge. And I was like, huh, bye. And we go in, it was the most crowded you can be in a place, like truly sardines in a can. 
drinks were bad and expensive and like again it was so crowded and it was like who wants this and like you have this huge line of people like thinking like oh this is like a place to be at and I was like this sucks and I wanted we were not there long because I was like guys I was like look I'll hang but this sucks like let's say what it is and so thankfully a few other people agreed and they were like can we just go somewhere else and I wanted to go to the line and be like guys you're waiting for garbage this is not (laughs) it this is not worth your Instagram story to like tag this place and like pose, you know, like it's just not worth it. Um, but it's it's, again, another like romanticized part of LA, you know, but just guys don't do it. Well, and (laughs) people like always just romanticize it, like no matter where it is. And it's like, yeah, living here is nothing like it. And I really, like, encourage anyone listening, maybe if you're a college student and you're, like, ready to take the next step and, like, move somewhere new, please visit it. Please visit that place. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't, like, and try and visit for a good amount of time, I feel like, Mm -hmm. too. And, like, Mm -hmm. really, really, no. But also, just know that it's not not gonna be your little vacation when you move here. (laughs) Yeah. It is not. (laughs) There is something fun about, like, well, let's just go. Let's just visit. Because um, when I moved, I had been to LA before I moved the first time, um, but that was years ago. So when coming back, it did like it was like a, oh my god, what am I doing? And I'm I did get very almost. overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, it was like kind of shocking. But then it was like, nope, we're doing it. Um, we're doing it, and like we did it. Um, but it was kind of like, oh, that would have been nice. But also sometimes you just can't visit, and that's okay. And if you can't but visit, if you can yeah. the opportunity presents itself. Just do it. But also take the leap. Because then you have the climb, okay? Hold on tight, you know? I definitely think, like, I mean, Jonathan, you grew up in Houston, too. But, like, being in a big city, it definitely, you're like, it's gross. It, like, definitely is. Um, I lived downtown Houston for a little bit, like, 100%. It can be, like, <laughs> gross. the amount of dog feces we see on our sidewalk. Yeah. On our yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's disgusting. But that's, yeah. we live in the city. Yeah, yeah. One of the yeah, perks. Think, yeah. <laughs> we gotta watch where you're walking every day. It's really fun. LA, Chicago are like those cities I feel like that are like romanticized a lot. And then Houston's like number four of the biggest cities in the US. And they're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't want to visit. I know. I just, I didn't explain like, it. It's a big city like with no tourism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They like, everyone goes to Austin. Which yeah. like is fine. I get. It. Yeah. Yeah. But Houston uh, is yeah. We just it's special. It's, it's good for you know. It's special for us. It is. It really is. Yeah. And we have two World Series rings. So. So. <laughs> so <laughs> suck it. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so Jonathan, tell us about what you're doing now. Your auditions. Your. Your your recent jobs yes okay so uh so before my six months before covid there were a lot of small theaters around so um, i got to do two musicals which was nice for very little money but i got paid and so that's um fun and so sadly coming back post covid all of those are gone uh which is sad so but um what i've been doing you know student films and just trying to get videos for real and stuff and that's really fun in our college 
we, um, as you two know, but for the audience, we did, um, there was a lot of student work. And I honestly, looking back those, and like, I knew it in a moment, but looking back, those are my favorite things to do because it was such a collaborative process for the mm -hmm. most part. And so when I moved out here and I started doing student films, I found it to be a very similar experience. And I really liked it. So you have these young directors, screenwriters who are so excited to do what they do and are asking you a lot for your input, which is very like nice. Especially I'm always like, look, I'm not a writer, but you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that um, and like trying to like and auditioning too for like more paying jobs. But I do just find myself always going back to student films because they are so fun and collaborative and I've met great people and people that I'm excited to like they're hustling and that's so like inspiring um and they're so and they're so eager you know and it's like ah I love this like I love being around that energy so um lots of student stuff and thankfully all of mine have been a good experience because there are horror stories out there mm -hmm. uh, but I've lucked out oh that would be a great episode yeah like, yes like, like smaller theater smaller project like horror stories or, like theater I'll send in a voice memo to you guys be like play this or we uh, can read them <gasps> like people send like emails and we read them yes okay wow jonathan you just gave us a great idea we'll add it to yes. our list. <laughs> that'd be fun uh so when i came back also at that back then i was super poor so when i came back i was like i want to keep doing this but let's get a job got a job within two weeks great i also made it a point to enjoy where i'm living because i'm like i'm in la a lot of people try to come here and like live here and do the thing and it's like, okay, so let's explore this city and do things here. Um, and I think, I mean, I think that's important for anyone wherever they live, especially somewhere new, just like get to know your city. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different things that, you know, like there's not just like, you don't have to physically go everywhere. You can, you know, explore, you know, people, places, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I made that a point too. So like, let's get a job and let's enjoy where we're living and not just hustle, 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 get burnt out. Oh, that's yeah, not good for yeah. anyone. You're, you're telling so me what Jess always tells me. Do your hustle because like when I my six months before was all hustling mm -hmm. and like I think you should you know do it get it out of your system you know or continue to do whatever you freaking want you do you you know I think it's great advice it's a good reminder to like yeah. really to not forget that like especially if you are new to where you are to just like pause it's okay and, yeah yeah gotta get your gotta get your grounding mm -hmm. and then so coming back I also. I did a few auditions, but I was like, I want to do theme parks too. Cause that's also a big thing that brought me out here as well. So Disney's far, but I'm 10 minutes from Universal Studios. And I was like, okay, I did two auditions for them before COVID, but uh -huh. one of like, didn't get them, but two also those jobs, no one got them because oh. hello. Um, so coming back, yeah. I was like, nope, I want to you know, let's get back into that when that comes back. And they were slowly coming back. And then I think I did one audition in spring 2022. But then in summer, in the summer after that, I had an audition for their Halloween Horror Nights. And like being a scare actor was also something on my bucket list. And I was like, sure, why not? Like, let's do the thing. And I go, and I remember I almost did not go. Because I was like, this is silly. And also, I was just not, like, in that moment, not, not that happy. 
But I was on a phone call that morning with uh, one of my um, favorite people, Carol Herring, shout out. Um, I was helping her with a self-tape. Uh, we'll often call each other to just like read the other person for a self-tape because you don't need someone physically to, there to do it. And I was telling her, I was like, oh yeah, this morning or this afternoon, I have an audition. I don't know if I'll go. And she was like, go. She was like, I'll be like, I'll support you if you don't, but like get in your car and go. Like you're tall, you know how to be, like you have a lot of theater experience. Like this is good, go. And I was like, you're right, you're right. I show up and it's like, the it's the weirdest audition I've ever done. So uh -huh. it's, um, uh, well, I should, probably shouldn't say too much because I want to keep it hush hush. But like, it's just like, you just, you basically just have to let everything go and be crazy and it was very cathartic afterwards and i was like you know what no matter what happens um i'll be happy because like that let something out and then i got a call back and i was like okay i want this so i was like that was a joke i was lying <laughs> like no i want this job it's not i'm not okay if i don't get it so i got a call back which was just like um there was an interview there was like measurements it was a whole thing and then you did the waiting few days but it was my first callback for a job at Universal. And then it was my first time getting a job. So I got the job. And I was very, again, just like very curious, like what this will be like. And again, they did this, this was in the summer and we were gonna start for a while, but they like, they that it's their number one event they do. So they locked that down like day one. Um, and then thankfully my job, I told my boss, I was like, oh my God, this acting job. And she was like, what do you need? That's amazing. What do you need? So I had <laughs> oh, a I love that. Um, and that was such a good experience. Um, I played, I was one of our many Michael Myers. And that I felt super honored because like he's such a icon for Halloween. Yeah. Especially because his movie is literally called Halloween. Yeah. Um, and then I was so excited to just try this out and to um, also to be again with other actors as well as be with just like people who do this every Halloween. Like they have their, you know, normal lives. And then every Halloween they come out and do this because they love doing it. And then you also get, you're just like weirdos that like, where did you come from? How are you a human being? And like, you're the, you're the strangest, most interesting people I've ever met. And like, I'm like scared of you as well as like in awe. Um, so such a group of people, like we're all from different parts. It kind of, kind of removes egos from the jump because it's yeah again a mix of people trying to you know like actors trying to do the thing and just like normal people that like really enjoy what they do muggles as we call them like people that enjoy what they do and they just want to come do this and it's such a great like mix of people that i love i love that um, like if we're just with actors or just with people of like-minded it's you know it can get scary so i um really enjoyed that and i really lucked out with a cast that was very, took everything seriously, cared about what they did and um, helped each other and like really like listened to like our, like our directors and our people. And just were really collaborative because there were other groups um, I heard that were super, like that did have egos that were super, like rolled their eyes at the directors and like our um, show team and like, and like our like stage managers and stuff like rolled their eyes at them were super talked back and like did not take notes take your notes or just say thank you and then you can pull them aside afterwards they're always there to our team our people were always there to hang out if you had questions like it wasn't like they like everyone cared so 
so I really like it was like oh we lucked out by being just like a nice group of people that all um cared about what we did it was also um to like be super candid it was also a group of all guys and four girls and so like and that's not uh, that's usually i'm usually in a group opposite of that um and i usually have my guard up you know as a like gay person i'm usually like ah like a lot of straight men but it was such like a good group of people that like were really they're just like good guys um most of them had girlfriends and I was like this makes sense but um it was just a good group of people and it was such a wonderful experience of like look whether I want to do it again but if for some reason this is the only time I ever do this I really lucked out and then I just have like great friends from that um that I see on the regular so it was a really it was just such a good experience positive experience and something that I was learning stuff through the through the end um because it can get very repetitive what you're doing but then uh, being annoying me I was like what's the new motive like what's the new shit and I was like just stop it just stop it just do the thing and then last weekend I was still like myself getting notes and like talking to other people and I was like oh like do this instead of this or try this or like think about this and it was like it's so interesting that like I throughout the whole process I was still like there's still something to learn and um, cause I did kind of get burnt out a little in the middle, but I was still enjoying it for the most part, but it was also hard and people, yeah. people are terrible. Um, so it definitely was like, you know, harassment on everyone's part, like everyone oh. for some reason, um, in like whatever way, but then like after getting kind of past that and like getting back into it and like, okay, what are we doing? Like thinking about what we're doing in the moment. Like I was still like things to learn throughout that last weekend. And so it was a very, um, it did become very fulfilling, which was, that's the most important thing for me. It was like, no matter what I do, if I'm spending time on it, I want it to be fulfilling and not just wasting, I feel like I'm wasting my time. I do background work sometimes here as extra, like, yeah, extra work, which is a good, like, it's an easy paycheck. I'm getting paid to like walk or stand and clap. And like, I enjoy it for the fact of like, I'm doing this like, I'm doing this Netflix show, this Disney Plus show. Those are fancy people right there, you know? Like, I'm doing this thing, but I just, it's not really creative. It's not really fulfilling it that way. You get a lot of, like, I'm just trying to be famous and stuff, and it's like, look, I respect that, but right now, (laughs) we are one of, like, 200 sitting in a stand, clapping our hands, so it's not really, that's your goal today, it's not gonna happen just because of what we're doing but like keep you know keep doing you and so I just don't really like where my mind goes when I'm there so I just I don't try I haven't done it in a while because it's just not my favorite but a lot of people do all the time which is amazing you know again you do you but um I did find with this Halloween job that it was like still fulfilling and like I still learn for again not the most money but it was still just I was like, I don't care. This is great. Um, so I was really sad when it ended yeah. and I look forward to going back. Um, but it was a really good experience. And now um, I have like my foot in the door with mm-hmm. Universal. I'm still yeah. auditioning for them for different things just to keep showing them my face. And like, I really enjoyed, they were really professional about everything there. And I really liked how they handled everything. Um, a, a company that I hope to go back to and work to with soon. 
as well as I've now also just said like, screw it. Let's just start applying for a ton of Disneyland stuff as well. And just forget about the driving. Like that's not important. Let's just try to get something. So I've started auditioning for them as well or applying for stuff. And then we'll see if I get a call back someday. I think I just also want to say, sorry, I'm rambling a lot. <laughs> no, this is me and Jess yeah. every time we go to record. But um, every single I time. made it a point when I came back. Yeah, so to, like get a job, explore the city, but also be nice to myself and like treat this with ease because I don't want to burn myself out with like applying for things and auditioning. So if I need a break, just take the break. So I recently had that this January. I had to do a lot of adult stuff being an adult we're 26 now you know we have to I'm, like i'm going to the dentist today it's been a long time so like but we're being an adult um doing things and then like february i was still, like it's still overlapped like i i was like oh we need to do this so it wasn't recently that i'm finally back to applying for auditions but we're doing it again slowly but surely um and being nice to ourselves about it yeah um and just like aiming to lo- live a fulfilling life whether that i'm still doing that or not it doesn't matter but I'm happy to say, like, you know, we're still slowly doing it. I have an audition with Universal in a few weeks. Um, that's a nice thing, too, here. It's just applying, like, picking a time. Like, I'm showing up at this time, at this reasonable time mm-hmm. on this day. Yeah. I don't have to show up super, super early and, like, wait in the line. And wait to even maybe be seen. Yeah, like, I have appointments. So that's the best part, too. So I'm just going to keep showing up, showing my, you know, face, my six-foot-threeness, and then <laughs> see what happens. But it was a, yeah, it was a really great experience and I hope to continue in that lane. Um, and, and I think theme parks, so like a lot of theater went away, but there's still theme parks where you perform in front of people and are getting that instant connection that we love. Yeah. Because film and TV is great, but you don't get that. You film it and it's like, okay, great. You, there's just no like human connection. I did a student film where um, it was truly like, it's a conversation with two and it was that like here's you here's other person and i was like to the actor i was like i'm sorry will you please because they were just like oh we can just read their lines and i was like can you just can you just act with me and and they're usually like always like yeah of course like but someone was like oh yeah like theater kid and i was like yes like i just i need that it doesn't feel right (laughs) yeah it just doesn't feel right to just like talk to nothing but i mean so many people like especially the super fancy like when like all like a lot of the marvel stuff like when it's like super cryptic often they're just talking on a green to nothing like because it's all so secretive and it's like it is like you are amazing because you are talking to nothing about nothing and it's like i i need that like i need to look at someone's face and like you know like into their eyes that connection connect to them yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i love that you said that you're like, I'm still going to audition so they can like see my face. I think that's something that's really important that we don't really think about um, just because like, you know, auditioning can be exhausting. But I think when you're auditioning for the same company over and over, part of that is they're like, I saw you at this audition. I liked you. I didn't think you were the right fit or like we had already like precast this, but like, I like that you're determined and you keep coming back. And so that makes me want to work with you because of your work ethic and I think that we forget about that a lot and so you're like I had a really good experience here 
I do want to keep doing theme parks because it was great mm-hmm. and it was a creative outlet for me and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people. Even if I don't get cast in this, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going. Or even if I can't necessarily do this show and I end up having a conflict with it, like I'm just going to go anyway so that they can see me still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And um should also say, so uh, a big way for people, so SAG-AFTRA, like the Film TV Actors Union, a big way that a lot of people join that is um, if you do background work, you get these like things, they're, they're called vouchers. They're called SAG vouchers. And if you get three, you can take that and like be like, oh, I can now become a SAG actor. So like unionized. That's how a lot of people do it. So yeah, I was like, I'm not enjoying background. I'm, I'm like, this is like a main reason why I'm doing this. So I don't enjoy it. For Universal and Disney and a few other um, things, um, there's a union. It's called AGVA, American Guild of Variety Artists. The Rockettes are a part of this. The lady said that like five times in a meeting. I was like, we get it. (laughs) The Rockettes, I got it. (laughs) And then in the meeting, like, because you just, it's a lot of, you know, when you did the job, you, you automatically were a part of it. And then so people you can like join and then just be like, just kidding. Cause like, you just want to do this one job, whatever. But I was like, I'm game, you know, like I'll join. Um, and I am, but she was saying like, um, one way that people join like SAG is that a year of being a member of AGVA, you become SAG eligible. So I sat in that meeting and I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's how I'm doing it. So in September, I'll technically become eligible for that. I'm not going to join, of course, but like, I was like, oh, okay. So this is how I'm going to do it this way. Cool. Of that thing, like we're all in our journey. And like, again, I'm not going to force myself to do a thing that I don't truly like for this end goal. Like I'd rather do it, you know, for another reason. But then it was like, I sat there and I was like, oh, okay. Thanks universe. Like this was my, so that's fun. Like being part of this union thing. I just paid my dues last week, you know, like weird. But it's yeah, like fun. Like, okay. You're a union actor. It's mostly, yes, it's mostly theme parks. Maybe Cirque. I don't know. Some like random things. And then the Rockettes. <laughs> you a Rockette, Jonathan. I'm, look, if they'll have me. I would. I would hire you as a Rockette. So what are your hopes for LA? Like, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Do you always see yourself in LA? I guess part of that is just going to be like universe and kind of like what kind of falls into your lap and um, things like that. But do you want to keep adventuring other places like right now, like five years, like what is kind of like that look like for you? What do you think? Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, five years, who knows? (laughs) Um, I'm yeah, I'm very much like taking things as they come. So, so I, I, COVID came, we moved, I moved back to Texas. I didn't really know if I wanted to move back. Cause again, my first experience, I was doing things, but I wasn't happy. Um, I come back and then it becomes like, oh, I'm staying in Houston. My parents were like, FYI, we are going to move to North Carolina at some point in 2021. But because of COVID things keep being delayed. And I was like, great, um, cool. Cause then I had a place to stay. And then um, May 2021, my parents moved. And leading up to that, I had to make the decision of, am I staying in Texas? Am I going somewhere else? Probably LA. 
what's happening. And then um, I did look at apartments and then everything was like, the last apartment I looked at was great and like kind of fit me perfectly in that moment, but I couldn't get the time frame I needed. So just nothing. So every, again, so everything was pointing to not do that. And so I stayed with Jessica's lovely parents. <laughs> and then when I moved, I hated my job. So I, I uh, decided to quit my job. Just kind of, I signed my papers ahead of time. Like, let me just finish out this last month or two with a bang. But then I, it's, I should move on regardless if I'm here or not. And then my current roommate called me at the perfect time. And it was like, she wanted to move back to LA and her time frame fit mine perfectly. So I was like, this is a sign to come back. So I'm taking, yeah, every year kind of like in stride seeing like what's kind of the universe or like what's like kind of speaking to me. Do I want to go to grad school? Do I want to move to this place? I, my brother and his wife have a kid and she's um, a year and a half now, I think. And so it's like, it sucks that I rarely get to see her. Do I want to move over to the East coast and be near them? You know, so I'm always, so I'm like, these are things in my head, but I'm just, again, I have to be nice to myself and just kind of take things like week by week and see what's kind of speaking to me the most. So right now it's still make like, I'm like, no, I should be right where I am. So being here, if we're talking crazy future, like there's no money, there's nothing, like nothing's real. Um, like I would love to like have a place here, a place like in New York, a place in London, like just like different homes, like a place in Norway. Like I can just kind of boop around and do, I'm doing different stuff here, there, everywhere. That's the crazy, like, if nothing's real, we want to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right now, I just want to keep every year, I feel like I'm doing a little bit more in terms of acting, but not even that in terms of just like for myself, like going on dates, meeting new people, like doing different things. And so every, so I'm like, okay. And like feeling more, a little more grounded here with the people I meet and what I'm doing. So I'm like, this makes sense. But I'm also still letting myself be very open to if this thing opens up elsewhere, like going and like doing that thing. I also wanna, for myself, I wanna start doing like volunteer work somewhere, get into like um, supporting like a nonprofit or some like activism group or something. Um, Cause I feel bad that I don't really help necessarily in that way like I'm as we all are like living pretty much paycheck to paycheck but I still feel too lucky to not do things for others and help other people I think we all feel that you know like I just I want to do something that also is just it'll fill me up and like make me hopefully feel good but it's like I want to do like do things for other people because I don't know we're too lucky to not um, so I also hope to do that in the near future of like finding a place that I can volunteer at like a few times, like a few hours a week, or just a friend is doing this initiative thing. Like, how can I help you out? You know, like things like that. So I also want to include that because I do see myself when I'm older, like really like, I don't know, just like speaking out about things and not just kind of like living passively. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so for the for the near future, I do see myself living here. And I'm very curious to see, like, how long I will. Maybe it's, like, for the long haul, you know? you I don't know. Um, 
maybe I meet someone and they're like, I'm, I, I have to go here. Will you join me? And it's like, maybe I'll be like, how? Like, sure. That happened with my brother and now he's married with a kid. Oh. He was like, I have to go here now. Like, what are you thinking? And he was just like, bet, <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> and so I'm like, uh, so I was thinking about that. I was like, that's like, you know, he was just like in flux at that part, you know? Yeah, and that's how I came to LA was like, I was in Houston, like in flux and then had a call to come out here and I did. So yeah, so right now, so in the near future, we're still here. We're still exploring different things, um, but just very open to see for other opportunities and what like opportunities that I make for myself. I'm not just sitting around waiting. That's also not good, but just, yeah, see what just opens up. I love that. Yeah. No, we're gonna have a long episode. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. There was a lot of really good points in it. And I think for anyone looking to move or in that stage of life in your career where you're like ready to move and take the step and not live in a small like city anymore. I think it's really important to hear all the sides of the things. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's really important for everyone to hear that it's, you don't just have to be doing like theater. Like it doesn't have to just be that, like it could be a theme park. It could be this, it could be a commercial. It could be, there are so many other things that we can do with it. And I think it's a good, reminder to stay really open but I also love what you said at the end where you were saying um to not let these opportunities like pass you by like we have to make these opportunities for ourselves because that is so important and also yeah if you go away from small town you go away for a year and you're like this is not it go back there's also nothing wrong Mm -hmm. Uh, just giving yourself the opportunity if you can to like just explore somewhere else is so important that was the biggest like when I was in like high school and college and I realized like I was so lucky to like have been forced to live so many different places meet different people because it just made me just like I will say to like made me like a better person in just regards of like I can just like understand different people and they don't have to like say much to be like I just like understand like I've just met so many, I've had the opportunity to meet so many different people, different backgrounds that like, that's just a helpful life skill to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it's just, yeah, small yeah. town, a little bigger town, that's just so important just to meet different people um, and take that back with you. I think that's really cool because you never know. My dad always said this to me. He's like, you never know when you're going to meet your next best friend. You never know what, you go through in life that's gonna ultimately impact your decisions and where you go through for mm-hmm. the rest of your life um like when we were younger and moved to North Carolina like I was not about it I was like no I have friends here and I was like a pretty shy kid but ultimately like that's what started me doing theater because I was like well I need to meet people I kind of always wanted to try this and then like I got bit by the bug and like if it weren't for that like who knows when like where I'd be you know so yeah I think it's so important to be open and try new things and like push yourself out of your comfort zone and yeah I love that. well we talk about it all the time too but meeting new people is how we make connections and as any sort of creative you need those connections 
Like, so even if you do go for just a year and you're like, oh, I don't like this place, at least you had the opportunity to hopefully make connections and now you have those. So if you ever are like, oh, I want to do this, but I need a person who can do this, but I now know this person because I met this person when I lived here. Like, we need that. Yeah. Yeah, So true. So true, besties. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You guys. Is there anything else you want to say, Jonathan? Um, anything else the pod people that are listening should hear? If anyone's listening, I don't know. Anyone listening, yeah, who doesn't know me. Um, no, I mean, um, okay, well, ew. I should, well, I should just plug, whatever. Um, I got uh, Houston, December 2020. Got to do film a scene for a movie that's out now. The reading on BET Plus, guys. Come on through. So I have a scene in a streaming movie. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. So there's that. But I was just like, I was like, I should, I'm going to talk about this. And I did. and put it away. But anyway, so there's that. But that's just a cool thing of, it's something I f- forgot about. Or it would like, I would think about it and then I would think away. And then I just got a random notification in, in my instagram and i was with a friend and i was like whoa this is the most random thing but like it was just one of those like oh right i did this thing but that 2020 was a long time ago guys 2023 you know yeah that is insane but anyway it was just funny like just in general like in anything anything you do doesn't matter what it is it was just like things always come back which was just like oh right and then i was also just thinking about like who i was in that moment anyway but yes Crazy. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you agreed to talk about your experiences and living in Where Jessica was telling me you guys were doing this, and I was like, "This is awesome!" I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then you were like, immediately record, like you immediately did it. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Well, if you want, you know, if you well, I am a slut for podcasts, so (laughs) yes, I will." Do you want to guess? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm your first one. So yeah. I'm very honored. Well, hopefully you can be back on again. Please, okay. Anytime. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I will wake up early for you guys. I know that time <laughs> difference. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's all good. It was worth it. Well, oh, it's so good talking to you and having you. Oh, I'm happy for you guys too. We're all doing it. We're doing our best. We are. We're doing, We're doing it, all. it all. We're doing our best. Mm-hmm. creating opportunities for ourselves and doing all the things mm-hmm. yeah. a creative outlet creative outlets and if you need to sit down just sit down mm-hmm. i tell people work i'm like you can just sit down it's okay that's what happens <laughs> at work like do you need a break are you okay yeah we'll take it i've looked at people dead in the eyes i'm like go sit down i will like just go sit down i got you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love that well thank well, you so for joining us yeah thank you guys follow us on all the things we'll (laughs) add jonathan stuff to the little little bio but if you want to plug your instagram or anything uh it's just my full name jonathan algeroy a-l-g-e-r-o-y on all the things because no one else has my name so why not just make that the handle on all the things makes it easy yeah see the random things i end up doing yeah And we will hopefully have a new podcast episode for you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.
guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.